Welcome to the Daniel Makinis Podcast, a podcast for small businesses who are seeking great practical advice about marketing and sales. Danielle thinks like a customer. Even as a little kid, she always has shown deep empathy for others. Dan uses this customer insight to help small businesses create practical marketing strategies that work. Using this customer-centric approach and her 20 years' experience in sales and marketing, Dan takes what is in your head, adds her expertise to create a system to assist you make better marketing decisions, attracts a regular stream of ideal customers, and creates a brand that your employees and customers will love. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me again. And I'm slowly but surely getting used to this podcasting thing and hopefully I'm getting the sound quality a bit better and I'm a lot more conscious of my clicking of my mouse so I'll try and keep that to a minimum. Um, if you're enjoying these podcasts, so it would be really great if you popped over to iTunes and found me there. It's Dan McInnes, um, the podcast. And if you get a chance to leave me a review and let me know what you're thinking, that would be fantastic. But on to today, what I'd like to focus on today is really about the culture of your small business. And the culture is really this feeling, this underlying atmosphere or buzz that attracts not only your customers, but your employees to you. For small business, I mean, I just believe it's so critical and it's often the place that I start. The reason that I start there is it gives me a really good sense of who you are and if I know who you are, I can much better market it to your target customers. But you'd be surprised about how many of you haven't given that a lot of thought. Your core beliefs or your inner values really shape who you are. And as a company, those collective values make a real difference to your customers and staff every day. So really building your business should start with you and it has to. It has to start with your values. And often when I go into a client, I ask them how they got into business or why they got into business. And it takes them back to those core values of what they were looking for and how they wanted to be fulfilled. And so, I, you know, I'd really encourage you to go back and look at that and look about at how you actually built your business and was it from the core base of what you're really good at and what you enjoyed and the values of how you do what you do because inevitably that's going to shape your brand. The issue that I find is if businesses are in partnership particularly and they haven't resolved these core values of how they're going to work or what their value is out in the market, inevitably they're going to run into problems and the cracks start to show early with staff and with customer relationships. And so it's really difficult to run a great business if your values aren't clear and communicated. But it's more difficult to have a marketing position where that personality, where your values are shaped so much by that personality, isn't determined um, before we actually go down the path of, of you know, putting in place a marketing plan and strategies. So this is just something that comes up so often when I do my um, coaching with small business that I wanted to raise it here and perhaps just give you some tips and, and thoughts about, you know, how well you really know yourself. You know, personal development or actually understanding yourself is one of the best business investments a small business owner can make. Because it's understanding yourself that you'll better be able to be authentic and position yourself to your 
customers and to your staff. So who are some thought leaders that we can leverage this this clear visibility and understanding of themselves? And I've got a couple that I really like. Um, these people may not have started out really having and owning their own personal brand, but I think that they were just so clear about what they stood for and they knew themselves so well that it's ended up that way. So the first example I'd like to talk about is Gary Vanderchuk. And I'll put this in the show notes. But personally, look, I love Gary. He does his own wine TV. He's been doing it for a long time. He recently finished his thousandth show. And I guess the reason why I like to listen to him was more than than just, you know, my interest in wine per se, but because he was such a great personality and he did it with punch and passion and authenticity and he used a medium that no one else was using. He had a show that was, you know, basically him doing a video and, and giving tips about wine. And I just think that, you know, yes, he, he was really successful, but what has been more impressive to me was that his inner voice, you know, warts and all, love him or hate him, really attracted this base of raving fans. And everybody is clear about what he stands for. So I think that, you know, he emulates, you know, where we're all trying to be. And because it's such a public landscape that we live in, we all do have that persona. We just want to own it. So... <laughs> You know, so that so that's one thought leader that I think's done a really good job of of making his values very clear about what he stands for. He's very black and white. He's authentic. He does what he says he's going to do, and and that's really impressive to me. Another thought leader that I think's great in terms of actually getting clear on this. Um, value is Jenny Bliss. Jenny Bliss has a great website called Customer Bliss and on there she has some really great five-minute videos that show you how it's so important to talk about your story and, and that that story and the values that make up that story really show you about um, the model, I guess the personal model that we all have to build our business. So that's a really great resource to be able to, to go and look at. I think the other reason I really love Jeannie's approach is because it is based on being really self-aware. And, and again, it links back to that business development that, you know, um, and, and Tom Peters talks of this as well, is that, you know, it's the software um, the software part of business or the soft skills that's often overlooked but it's your story even more now than ever before that people are connecting with you. Um, the about page is one of the most searched pages on all the website and yet a lot of people just leave it so vanilla without personality. So Jeannie's a really good site to go and have a look at to get some more feedback and thoughts about how do you actually go about building your story and, and what does that actually mean for a business point of view. Stephen Covey is someone that I've, um, you know, really enjoyed reading. I love his practical approach and the way that he uses human psychology and, frankly, compelling storytelling to, to package up his teachings. In fact, it's really um, changed the way that I present in terms of being able to relate it back to a story. 
The reason that he's so successful is that he really follows that inner voice and he does what he does best. And I think this is one of the best lessons, really, that, you know, when you get to that place when you're really comfortable about what you're doing, and I often ask my clients, clients, even just the other day, I was working with a group of consultants and I asked them, you know, do you jump out of bed? Can you not sleep so because you're so excited about what you're doing? And, and if you're not, maybe you need to reassess, you know, what you want to do and where you want to go and what you're actually doing day to day. And, and you know, that's a real testament to me that, you know, that's, that's the meter by which I, I measure what I do is that, you know, do I really enjoy it? So um, Stephen Covey talks a lot about um, these, you know, seven and now eight um, principles or habits and basically what it, what it comes down to is this value set by which we make concept uh, consideration of our world and how we actually, you know, run our life and our business. Um, and I think, that, I think that that has a lot of weight in terms of knowing yourself and understanding yourself as well from a psychology point of view. So he's another great resource um, that I will put in the show notes as well. Another one is Michael Port, and he's got a great, great book called How to Book Yourself Solid. And again, it really emulates these values. He's clearly a very nice person. He cares a lot about other people. And he invests so much of himself in his consulting business. Um, you know, it's it's evident that when you're engaging with him, you're getting all of him. So, uh, you know, he obviously lives by the pay-it-forward mentality that I that I live by, and, and you know, he just knows himself so well. He, he's got a great system that it's worth looking at. If you're anyone in the consulting business, I would, I would go and check out um, his book, How to Book Yourself Solo. It's great. Another, um, I guess, thought leader that I like to follow is Chris Brogan. And I guess even by going through this list today, you're getting a sense of who I am by who, I, who have influenced my life, I guess. The reason I really love Chris is, and he's a great blogger, is that, again, he shows so much of himself in his blogs. Um, you know, he's positioned himself as a social media expert, which he is, but his total human practical approach to stuff is just so compelling. And, um, you know, and I, I think him and, and John Snatch from Duct Tape Marketing, again, really practical, usable advice. Um, so that, so there are a couple also that are worth checking out in terms of, you know, having a really clear um, stance from a value perspective. I guess the, the last thing I sort of wanted to touch on is, um, you know, when I when I do go into clients, I, I sort of want to know where they are now and where they're going to. But I do come back to this process of understanding what their values are, and particularly before I do the value proposition. And I was talking to to this group of consultants the other day that I referred to, and one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, up on a website you'll see people put their values like, um, you know, we're loyal or we're, you know, we have integrity, blah, blah, blah. But it's really vanilla and they actually don't give you any real examples of how they make that alive in their company. So if you're going to go down the path of actually communicating about who you are, which I think is fantastic, and, and having more of a profile about your team, 
which you know Fresh Books does really really well. Red Balloon do equally as well. Um, and I like to think that we do it well. It is to certainly show some personality of your staff, but if you're going to list your values, I mean, make sure that you actually explain what your interpretation of those values are. Because otherwise, people are just going to read them as vanilla. And so, you know, I think it's okay to have integrity, but what does integrity mean to you? It could be totally different to what it means to me. So I'll give you an example. I mean, my values that I live by are, you know, I've got five, six, seven, I suppose. The first one is about being authentic. And authentic to me means being honest. And it means being ourselves. And in our context of what we do, it's about delivering you with the best marketing solutions for your business. Now, if I was an accountant, hopefully that would have something to do with how that relates to your bookkeeping or your accounting and how you're authentic through that. So you can see how it takes on a different meaning. A second value for our company is passion for customers. Now, a lot of people could have this, but I define this as much as I can in terms of actually being thoughtful. And thoughtful is a really interesting word. It's actually being, in, our, in the way that we look at it, is actually putting your needs first. We always try and do that. And we're so personally invested in ensuring that we give you great um, value for your dollar investment with us. Um, and we follow that up, and we follow that up day to day. Innovation and IT is, you know, a pet for us. We're all IT geeks, everyone that I employ, and I think the reason is we have to be. I mean, the world and the landscape of our marketing has changed so much and is changing so quickly that I just wouldn't be doing my job if I wasn't on it. And frankly, I just love it. I just think that there's just never been a better time to be a small business the tools of being able to communicate and, and frankly get your business online is just so cost affordable these days with so many you know widgets and plugins and apps um, you know the world's your oyster and so we pride ourselves on having innovation at our core but when we use it we're looking for the most affordable and suitable marketing technologies for our, for the small business that we engage with you know be it you know a beauty salon all the way through to you know, a construction company, if there's a way that we can help you with your marketing, even for your niche, then we're looking at it. Another one is sharing knowledge. And, and this is really, I guess this is at the core of how I actually practice what I do. And that is around educating and communicating marketing information so that when you finish with me, and my job is to make me redundant, it's that you are a better marketer a hundred times better than when I started with you because marketing isn't ever going to go away. It's such a critical part of your business. And so for me to be able to impart and share education on marketing, that's just core. And so I give everything away I possibly can to um, build my clients to a point at which, you know, they're educated and at least they're coming from a perspective of understanding, um, you know, what's out there. So sharing knowledge is a big part of our value set. Creativity and fun you know, we love to brainstorm, you know, we use brainstorming techniques, we want you to enjoy the process um, and, you know, constantly my team are searching for ideas to, to inject that into our team. A great example of that, if you go and look at Red Balloon and their staff interview, you can see, sort of get a sense of what they're like and I think a lot of companies are going down that path of actually showing more about the inside workings of their team 
Such a great idea, really, really clever. Because you want to work with people that you like, know and trust. And so if you can get that inside, it just takes away that fear. So that's a really good technique. Trying to use the pay it forward principles is one of our last, well, is our last value. And this is around me being generous. And, and it's about me doing a favour without any expectations. It's, it's not about anything other than wanting to do the right thing. And, um, and if there's something that I can do to help another person, I will. Um, so hopefully that gives you some ideas of, you know, in terms of actually making the values your own. The next step is actually to live them. And that when it, that's when it comes down to, you know, working with your staff, having your rewards and recognitions based around that, having activities and visibility, not just putting it up on the wall, but actually living it. An example of passion for customers that I did with a construction client was to actually have up in his office a big smiley face on one side and a big sad face on the other side. And we had employees and customers for both of these faces. And and what we were trying to encourage people to do was, you know, to put their thoughts about when were customers happy today, what were they angry about, and staff the same thing so that we really can ignite and make those values come alive. So it, it, it's more than just writing them down. It's really about how do you make them integral because at the end of the day, the reason people choose you is as much about how you do what you do as what you do. I'm absolutely confident of that. I think the people that we choose to work with really want to work with us because of the values that we hold. Because let's face it, they could outsource to a number of marketing you know, teams or, or outsourcers. But I think the reason that they find us irreplaceable um, are those values. Um, and again, you know, that makes the value proposition which rolls up to creating a brand that your employees will love. And, and your customers will rave about, and that's our job. So hopefully that's given you some tips and thoughts and um, some thought leaders to think about when you're thinking about, well, who are you? And what are the personalities and values and traits of your business? It's definitely the place to start um, before you start investing your marketing dollars in strategy or tactics. Hope that was helpful and we'll chat with you again soon. Hey, thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast. For more great marketing tips, go to Dan's blog at www.daniellemcginnis.com and sign up for her marketing tips or visit her website at www.mcginnismarketing.com.au. Catch you next time.